Hello, folks. Welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher again with you this morning. I always start out with a weather report. Beautiful day out there today. Oh, it is about 64 degrees. The wind is out of the south-southeast at 7 knots. Cannot get any better. Be careful of the riptide. There's a riptide out there today. Always give a shout-out to our friends at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram for their loyal support. We're going to be starting a solar power system on the Maserati building soon. That's pretty exciting. We've got our friend, Mr. Scott Snyder, with you here today. Scott's, Scott's sitting over there going, what's going on over there? Scott, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Scott ramrods the whole uh, operation here at SolarFit. The rest of the people are just awesome, but Scott's the guy that, that runs the show. A uh, special shout-out to our friend and uh, bud, Mr. Daniel Dye, who will be driving in the Craftsman Truck Series this year uh, at Daytona International Speedway coming up here in February. Really exciting. is his first full year with GMS. Going to be a rocking year. We've got a very special guest with us today, Mr. David Dean. David Dean is with CED. David, welcome to the show. Bill Scott, thank you for having me. I'm pleasure to be here. It is like a pleasure to have you here. You came all the way over from that great big city to the west called Orlando, right? <laughs> yes, sir. That's well, uh, that's that's the stomping grounds. That's where our uh, you know Green Tech Renewables location is. Um, just moved there about two years ago, and it's. It's a new home. I'm enjoying it. Lots of lots of tourism, uh, lots of things to do, but um, but it's not a bad place to be. I enjoy it. Yeah, Orlando's a beautiful city. The traffic is a little bit iffy there. It's kind of looking like L.A. Yeah, something like that. Just just whatever. Just anyone visiting Orlando, just just stay as far as away from I four as you can, always <laughs> and forever. Just remember that. <laughs> Scott's giving me eye. He's going no way. L.A. is like bumper to bumper stopped. Right. <laughs> Don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. I guess we're just we're just too anxious and full of energy. We got to be moving all the time. I don't know how you stop. But David, how long have you been with CED? Uh, just over two years. Uh, started October 2020. Um, you know, just kind of in the midst of the Corona crisis, um, and it's been good ever since. You know, we uh, the solar industry has been thriving. You know, even through Corona, and it's continuing to thrive. So. Um, I've been enjoying this ride, and I'm looking forward to many more years of it. <laughs> you know, I, I wish we, you wouldn't call that Corona. Let's think of something else. When I think of Corona, I'm thinking of a cold beverage. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that did, uh, that, the COVID situation did turn things upside down. We emerged from the other side stronger than we started, which is all good. But uh, folks, you're not able to see this, but uh, David has got the widest shoulders uh, that I've ever seen in about a 32-inch waist. I don't know how you do that. And then I said, hey, you had to be in football. And sure enough, what a guess, huh, Scott? Yeah, that was exciting. Clairvoyant. Uh-huh. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay, David, before we go into all the good things about CED, which are many, uh, I can remember when CED really never sold a solar panel. That's mm-hmm. how long we've been around mm-hmm. here. And now all of a sudden they are the king okay before we do that talk a little bit about your background where'd you grow up um so was born in fairmont west virginia um moved there or moved from fairmont at about uh two years old to virginia beach which i consider my hometown um but west virginia still a lot you know, my mom's side of the family's there so definitely enjoy the place very beautiful but virginia beach is is my true home um grew up there my entire life and then uh, had the opportunity to attend the University of Virginia um, at co- for college, um, so got to hang around in the Central Virginia area, the mountains, experienced a, a lot of cold, snowy uh, winters, and um, 
And then after college, I've been bouncing around pretty much everywhere. So, uh, but Virginia's home. I enjoy it. Um, uh, but nothing like Florida palm trees. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. But you left out a very important part of the story. Come on now. All right. All right. Okay, I'll get so into the it. first thing when I saw you, I said, man, that guy is like big. How do I, what's, what do you do? Just what do you do to stay in shape now? Uh, I, I'm so I'm a cardio guy. I like to to lift weights every every once in a while. But I've been lifting weights since about uh, 14, 15 years old. I think it's about time to give the body a break. So, I mean, I guess I'll dive a bit more into it. But uh, after the University of Virginia, um, I had the opportunity to play uh, NFL football. Um, I was picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals as a free agent in 2017. Um, had the opportunity to do two years there. Um, I got injured in my second year, uh, ankle injury, put me out for the year. Um, a lot of hard lessons, but um, came back stronger and, and had, a, had an opportunity to continue my career playing um, you know, in a, a developmental league called the AAF. And then after that, moved into the CFL where I played another year. And um, that's when uh, Corona came and brought me to Florida. Not the beverage Corona, but <laughs> but the, the the real the real life Corona um, brought brought a swing to my life, and um, I've been fortunate for it. I've I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot since then, and um, got it. Like I said, I've had opportunity to meet a lot of good people, and um, you know, build a very nice career for myself here in Florida. So. Yeah, if you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about football because <laughs> I never really played football. When I was growing up, we had soccer, and then the last year, and I was in high school, it changed over, you know, you know, whatever. But what? How? How? How do you remember all these different codes and movements and stuff? When you go into a huddle, does the guy just say, "Run out there and see if I can find you"? What happens? Um, so my defensive coordinator in college, he put it in the most and in a pretty simple way um you know defense and offense it's about concepts you know if you can understand the concept of your position um you can pretty much remember all the plays so there's certain concepts that um that are applied on different types of plays so if you remember the basic concepts it all makes sense. It, then it just becomes vocabulary, remembering a certain keyword, and then it just comes to you. And then by that time, um, you know, you've done the same movement thousands and thousands of times. It just becomes, I hate to say it, you're a bit robotic. You know, it's just you've trained it so many times that you don't even think about it. It just happens. But um, but those hours that we, we put in, um, I mean, I don't think there was a day in college that I wasn't putting it a minimum of uh, four to five hours in for football. So you, you, you combine all those hours, you know, I know it seems like gibberish when you guys see or, or hear it, you know, on TV or on the sidelines, but um, because we put that so much time in, it's just, it's just natural. It, it, I don't even think twice about it. I could still probably go out there and do just about every move I was able to do. I don't know if that'll be the case 10 years from now, but, <laughs> but, um, but it's again, so much time effort. It's just normal and natural to us. Take us through a day of training. Oh man. Let's see. Um, so college, college and, and professional are a bit different. Um, college is a bit more intensive because you have the school aspect, um, unfortunately, but, <laughs> um, it's important. Uh, we would wake up 
well, I would wake up around 5.30, um, get into the weight room around 6, 6.15. Most days we do a, a lifting session before practice, um, probably get on the field just before 8, like 7.45. Um, practice goes from about 8 to 10 o'clock right after practice. If you had an 11 o'clock class, you better run like your hair's on fire to get to the the locker room shower and get to class. Um, but that was how tight some of our windows were to get to class, maybe 30, 30, 45 minutes tops to get all the way from one side of the campus to the other. So you can imagine how, how difficult that was. And then we would have our classes from, you know, depending on the student, you usually have your classes between that 11 to four or five o'clock window. And then you'd come later in the evening for, um, film review. So you'd watch your practice, you meet with your coach, your D coordinator, you go over practice, maybe um, make some game plan adjustments for the game, and then you would go home or go to study hall if you were younger. You had study hall, um, which would go from probably around 6 to 7 or 6 to 8 roughly. And then after that 7 or 8 period, you'd go home and probably finish the rest of the homework if you had more or if you were like most guys, you just say the heck with classes and, <laughs> and go to sleep <laughs> the odyssey is honesty is refreshing really <laughs> but what about what about uh running and the drills and stuff like that when do you do that is that part of the morning deal? That, that's part, part of your your practice so depending on what time of the year it was if you were in season your coach would more than likely implement some agility movement drills with you know before um, you get into your team periods when you run plays um, if it was off season and you were training, those drills would be just about every day. Um, so in season, you're more it's more game plan preparation for Saturday's game or Sunday's game. Uh, off season, you're more you're training your body, trying to develop your body a bit more, become bigger, faster, stronger. So you, when the game time comes in the in season, you're ready to kick some butt and what position did you play uh for the Bengals uh played D tackle um I know I look much smaller than than uh than than 315 right now but that was my professional playing weight in college I hovered between 290 300 pounds um but D tackle is uh was was always my position um I don't know if you know much about that position but it's definitely one of the most physical positions and all of sports, in my opinion, you're, you're full contact head on, you're wrestling, you're coming off of another man running full speed to go get the ball. It's, it's, um, you got to have a different mentality to play that position. And, um, I, pri- I pride myself in that because not, not many people can make it at that position. Boy, I can, I can imagine. So you really you almost have to be a mind reader, right? The guy gets the ball. You don't know which direction he's going to go. You, you have to be uh, kind of like skeet shoot, shooting, right? You have to be ahead of the – yeah. Yep, and the way to get ahead is preparation, understanding your opponent, knowing, you know, all the little intricacies of his his stance, his weight, his weight, uh, weight distribution. Um, and then the backfield sets the formations. You know, that gives you a – kind of a a key or a tip as to which direction the ball is going to go. So you start to put little pieces of of information in your head to get those tips before the ball snap. And then once the ball snap, then it goes back to what I said earlier, just that normal, natural um, um, reaction and, and, um, and movement. 
So what's it like to get out on the field and see hundreds and hundreds of people watching you? Oh, man, it's, um, I'd say there's, there's a few things I miss about football, and that's one of those things. You know, I, I played in front of, I think the largest crowd I played in front of was about 70,000, um, 78, between 70 and 80,000. Um, you know, when you, when you run out to the field and, you know, fireworks go off and the crowd starts screaming and, you know, you and your, your teammates are going crazy in the huddle on the sideline, there's there's nothing like that feeling and and it's something that I may not ever experience again you know so that is one of the best parts of football sounds a lot like when Scott comes in in the morning here (laughs) it really is the fireworks go off and and everyone starts clapping but no it's really good but that yeah that is thanks for sharing that that's that's really interesting so I guess we probably ought to talk about what we're sort of talking about I guess we should but I love to hear I love to talk about uh, athletes we love interviewing uh, entrepreneurs and athletes and you're kind of a combination of both of them Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we're we're really glad that you landed with with uh, CED Green Tech so CED is what consolidated electrical Electrical distributors there you go see that yeah now that name has kind of been you know moved to the back right now it's all of a sudden green tech so when you guys years ago it hadn't been that long ago has it scott no no. No, it really hasn't been yeah where you guys started into the renewable energy thing Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you had a little spot out in a booth out in la or wherever we were to SBI, yeah, SBI, yeah, yeah. and now the last time I went to SBI, there was CED, and there was like one other. Pl- no, I'm just kidding. But it was you. You had the largest booth in there. Yeah, we and, try to uh, be a little flashy. Yeah, I there guess. was everybody. <laughs> everybody we knew was there. You know? it was. It's cool. So congratulations on your growth. Yes, yes, it's been um, it's been wonderful. I, I kind of have come on the tail end of things, but just to um, put this out there, you know, we we've been CED. Um, for you know years and years however we just went through a rebrand um we're now green tech renewables um you know nothing against ced um the electrical side will continue to keep that name but you know we figured because we are trying to um you know be a bit different from electrical on not not so much as operation but as what we offer as a solar distributor um we want to be more than uh distributors we want to be partners we want to help the community we want to um you know help everyone succeed and bring knowledge to you know solar is a a pretty new industry i know i mean it's it's been around for some time but it's growth to this level is is fairly new so we want to make sure that we're at the forefront of that with our partners with our companies and, and in the community and i think that's really a big reason why we're we brought that rebrand is to let people know that um you know we're we're more than distributors um you know we're more than solar you know so green tech renewables um we're here (laughs) you know it it, it reminds me a little bit of spi right they've rebranded that to a different name but we're never going to stop saying spi so if we say ced green tech you're going to have to bear with us for a while (laughs) it's going to be with us but but uh, folks you have to stay with us a little bit we'll be right back Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606. That's 445-7606. Or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. 
Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher. I'm here with my bud, Scott Snyder. Hey, Scott. Hello. He's over there. He's right there. And I'm with my new friend, Mr. David Dean, with CED Green Tech. And I hope you uh, were able to catch the first version. If not, go to our podcast. Definitely worth uh, listening to about his career with the Cincinnati Bengals. This is, like, awesome. We have a celebrity in the house here. <laughs> Break out the pom-pom, Scott. Here we go. <laughs> But anyway, now we need to kind of get a little bit serious and talk about, uh, we're going to talk about renewable energy because it's uh, near and dear to our hearts, as you know. We've been doing this now for 48 years. We've been doing a radio show for 14 years. And if you're new to the to the radio show, we talk, to, uh, we talk about sustainability, renewable energy, uh, health issues, uh, entrepreneurs, athletes now. We even had uh, an astronaut on here. So we've, we've had some really cool people. No one as cool as David Dean, though. So, David, tell us, okay, okay over there at Orlando and Green Tech, what other offices do you have? So we have um, three main locations, solar locations in Florida. That is one in Orlando, there's one in Tampa, and there is one in Pompano, or Miami area. Um, there are some smaller branches, um, of green tech that there's one in the North Tampa location. There's, there's a location in Pensacola, Milton, and then we are now opening a location in Jacksonville. So we're expanding the, um, I think the next opportunity we see is, is South Georgia, but, um, you know, that'll, that'll be in due time. But right now, um, Jacksonville, uh, Miami, Orlando, and Tampa are, or the heart of, um, green tech right now that was going to be my next question what do you see as far as expansion across uh, uh, the u.s because really i mean you you handle the top of the line in products and as the industry grows they're going to need reliable uh, partners such as you to get the product because we have people approaching us not every day but every other day you know <laughs> look would you please handle our products so, okay well do you stock the product no well it's going to be it's hard to deal with a company that doesn't stock the product, especially when Scott may pick up the phone and say, hey, we need 480 of 480s, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you got to have that, that ability to, 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 to serve the people, right? Yes. And, um, you know, we've, you know, e- even though we don't have locations in all states, I think we work together very well as a, um, as a company to serve all areas logistically. So, for example, you know, even though Georgia isn't a as, as large of a, as a market as Florida is right now, there's still a market there. There's still a demand. So you know, South South Carolina right now is is um, West Columbia is a, another uh, big location for the Southeast, and they help serve that Atlanta market. Although it's about a three you know two three hour drive, they still go above and beyond to serve their customers and and, and take care of the demand in that market. Um, and that's some again that's not just in Georgia that's in a lot of other states even though we don't have locations there we help our we help our partners um, in servicing certain markets so um, you know we'll keep expanding we'll keep growing we'll, we'll try and have a location in every state um, but there are really um, very few obstacles to keep us from uh, making sure uh, our partners and homeowners are are served the way they that they need to be Awesome. What do you think of QCell opening the new facility in Georgia? I think it's awesome. Um, you know, American-made is is something that I believe every homeowner 
is proud of, you know, knowing that they have American made product on their roof. It, it, it does something, you know, um, I'd love for many more of our partners to start to, um, have facilities, production facilities in America. Um, that's something I believe they're all claiming to be working towards, but QCell is, um, you know, one of our strongest partners and has made it happen. And, um, I love it. I'm actually looking to get up and and see that facility sometime. Um, I believe late February, um, and it's and it is cool to see those things. I, I really would um, advise many others to go and see. You know, especially if you're interested in solar, to see the see the process, understand it. Um, you know, see all the the detail that goes into producing um, those modules. So, but it is awesome. It's, it's really awesome that Q Cells um, doing what they're doing in Dalton. For it's sure. great. We ought to really give a shout-out to our friends up at Jinko too, up in Jacksonville. Yes. Really great people. They've got a, a really nice facility up there. Yes, yes. Also, and that's in the state of Florida, even better. Yeah. Um, you know, I also have not had the opportunity to see that, but Jinko is also another strong partner for us, and um, they have a lot of success in this market because they have that Jacksonville plant. Um, but, again, um, Jinko, QCell, I'm really happy to have them, you know, in America producing modules. I'd I'd love to see it turn and and see many more uh, manufacturers follow after them. We hope to see Mission uh, firing off of all cylinders again. That's another fantastic company out of Texas. Absolutely. You know, Texas does things in a big way. Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> Nothing bigger than Texas. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what other products do you offer? Because everyone, you know, if you're not familiar with a, with a solar module, uh, it really is fascinating. It's the closest thing to magic that you'll ever see. The sun comes up in the morning. You know, the photons start striking the solar module, and the, the cell excites the electrons that pass through. I mean, it just when we show the kids at the various schools where we have these demos, they can't believe it. Right, we, we hook up a little fan to a, a module, we put it out in the sun, and the kids look at that, and all of a sudden we block the module and go, wow, it is indeed magic, right? How can you put something on your roof that would eliminate your electric bill? It's magic. Talk Truly. about that. Truly. Um, it's, uh, you know, the, the panels are obviously the most looked at, but it takes an entire system to make it go. You know, you have the, the racking, the, the feet, the rail, the panels, the inverters, um, you know, the panels are magic, but the inverters are also magic, you know, to think about taking, you know, 300, um, you know, 400 watts of, of output and turning it into electricity that can go on your on your home on a micro or an, on a module level. Um, it's 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 intriguing. Um, but the, the technology is is very, very um, difficult. You know, if, if it was easy to do, there'd be many, many other people. Um, trying to replicating or doing it themselves um but you know it's it's not and um hats off to the people that are uh, our partners who are are making it happen and, and finding ways every quarter to make it be- improve the technology more and more um it's you know you you've seen it on your side just how far the the technology has come in the last 30 years um, just imagine where it will be in the next 10. You know, it's, it's, it's fascinating for sure. You know, it's, it's an interesting point you bring up because we, we talk to folks and they go, well, you know, it's the, uh, the technology is improving so quickly. Maybe we should wait. And, of course, we all have options, and waiting is an option. But the only issue is with, with the uh, incentives that we have right now from the federal government 
and the cost of these materials actually going up, uh, you really have to look at the economic advantages of waiting. You know, if if, if you install uh, solar now on either your home or your manufacturing facility or your business, you're automatically saving money at that point and reducing uh, your overhead. And you had some inter- interesting perspective about that on the business side. You know, businesses are looking to looking to solidify their investments, right? They're not, they don't want to take chances. They're looking to, how can I secure that? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, everyone wants to find um, a great investment. You know, people want to grow their money. They want to cut their costs, um, not only on the business side, the commercial side, but also the residential. Um, Solar is a sure way to do that. You mentioned the tax credit, you know. So if I were to purchase a system right now today, um, I am guaranteed a 26% tax credit that following year. So 26% is automatically going back into your pocket and potentially back into the loan to um, decrease the cost of the system even more. Um, You know, from a business perspective, in the direction that the economy is heading right now with the rates increasing, um, it could be quite scary for most home or most business owners right now you know their thoughts aren't so much about scaling they're about surviving so with that mindset they're looking for ways to better their business to create some type of return however they don't want to do it while creating more overhead for themselves so the best approach for guys who are thinking down that you know, the, the renewable energy line is solar. So if I were to put a solar system on my commercial business, I am not only creating, you know, a tax return for my, my company the next year, I'm also cutting my, my utility and electricity costs, which for some companies, depending on um, the, the level at which they operate, the machinery that they have, it could be a, you know, $1,000, $2,000 cost, you know, um, cutting that on a monthly, that is pretty significant. So um, solar is a great investment in the commercial side, on the residential side. Um, and no matter what the economy does, um, you know, I, I think in the next you know, year or so, it's still on paper is a great investment. And like to your point, you just don't know um, how the cost of it will go in the next couple of years. Yes, the technology may get better, but the cost may increase. And then on top of that, the government is, you know, a bill away from uh, taking away our incentives. Amen. That 26% may not exist in the next couple of years. You know, it's, it's just one political decision away from um, stripping that right. We're not right, but stripping that opportunity away from homeowners and business owners yeah, so good. you have to take advantage of it as soon as you can good good point david yeah. yeah so now the bill that was just recently passed within the last six months uh, expands the tax credit from 26 percent to 30 percent mm-hmm. which is a big benefit and of course on the business side you have accelerated appreciation which further enhances the investment so you know you've got a couple of options you could either find ways to reduce your overhead right or you can find ways to make more money but the problem when you make more money is you have to pay tax on it to get back to where you were. So it's the, the best investment really is to, to put it on your roof and let your roof start making money for you. For yes, sure. sir. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys, you've got uh, racking 
Uh, you've got mounting materials. You've got solar modules. And I was just looking on your website. Man, I didn't realize you had all that stuff. I should have been looking a long time ago. That thing's <laughs> awesome. So uh, what's your website? Green Tech? What is uh, yeah, com. Okay. Um, if you just uh, Google Green Tech Renewables, um, should be the first link that pops up. Um, I don't think there's anyone more popular than us or better. So I hope I hope we're first in that search. Um, but yes, if you go on our website, you'll be able to see all of our products that we offer, all of our, our partners, um, and kind of get an understanding of who we are and, and what we do. Yeah, very good. I highly recommend that you go to that website. So David... Where are you off to now? Where's your next meeting? Next meeting, um, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going back to, Orlando. back to Orlando. I'm going back to Orlando. This was uh, uh, all the driving I'll be doing today. So um. <laughs> shouldn't take you more than nine hours. It's, it's sixty miles. <laughs> yeah, I think if you get back before noon, you'll probably be all right. But after that, it's it's a. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you always being available for a phone call and pricing. And you know, we're we're. Uh, Things are changing so quickly. You know, we'll call you up or Scott will call you up and say, well, what's the price on such and such? And well, you know what? We don't have that anymore. We've got this. So, you know, folks, if you're out there listening, you ever think about solar, the time to do it is now. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. You know, the money that you're saving could go in your piggy bank or it could go to our friends at the utility. We love them, but they're doing fine. Okay, so to make the move. David, thank you so much, man, for coming on. Bill, thank you so much, Scott. Thank you. I appreciate the time, guys. Scott, thank you so much for sitting in. We didn't let you talk. Would you like some... <laughs> Would you like some parting words? Have a good one. <laughs> Scott's anxious to get back and get the guys gals going here. So, folks, we're going to sign off for today. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit. 